0: It's December 25th. No days left on the Advent calendar, Santa Claus has finished his trip around the world, and another Christmas day has arrived. Maybe as you're listening to this, you're in your Christmas pajamas, or resting on the couch at the end of the day. Either way, I want to thank you for joining the sixth annual Christmas Past Year in Review. This is where we celebrate together one last time for the season and take a look back at all of the sights and sounds and current events that made Christmas what it was this year. Starting tomorrow, Christmas of 2021 belongs to Christmas Past. Well, for the second year in a row, casting a shadow over Christmas was the pandemic. Things were starting to look good in the spring and summer, and then in August, just around the time when most of us would have been making travel plans, along came the Delta variant, and a few months later, just in time for Christmas, came Omicron. But even before that, we'd already been hearing about how the pandemic was creating shortages, supply chain interruptions, and inflation— Many items were harder to find, shipments took longer than usual, and even candy canes were reportedly in short supply, though I personally had no trouble finding some for myself. And we've been hearing the last few seasons about Christmas tree shortages. This year was no different. And we also heard about cancelled events, like the famous Christmas market in Munich, and as recently as a couple of weeks ago, the Netherlands went into strict lockdown. Now, even having said all of that, I should note that things are actually much better this year than they were last year, but it probably will take a few more Christmases before everything feels back to normal or we get accustomed to whatever the new normal is. Now on a brighter note, it was another big year for TV movies on the networks and streaming services. Hallmark put out 40 new Christmas movies, and in many of them, they continued their march of progress representing a diversity of families and couples who love the season. And also, worth noting, a new network emerged this year, billing itself as the safe alternative from all of that diversity and inclusion in Hallmark Christmas movies. And they've been signing exclusive deals with many Hallmark faves like Danica McKellar. Whatever your opinions are on that, it's certainly an interesting development. Netflix offered up Single All the Way, its first Christmas movie featuring a gay romance, as well as A Castle for Christmas with Brooke Shields and Love Hard, For Hot Toys this year, the VTEC digital camera and printer was up there on a lot of lists. So were Poppets, animatronic Baby Yoda toys, and as always, Lego, Barbie, and Hot Wheels. We had new music this year from Elton John and Ed Sheeran, Kelly Clarkson, John Legend, and my personal favorite from this season, Nora Jones. We saw the continuation of many modern trends like ugly sweaters, the Elf on the Shelf, hot cocoa bombs though I'm not sure that 2021 brought us any new products or books or viral trends that have the makings of lasting additions to the season. I'd be happy to be wrong about that, so let me know if you think I missed anything. As for this podcast, it's been a very big year. Exactly one year ago today, Christmas Pass hit a major milestone by surpassing one million downloads. It took five Christmases to get there, but just a year later, we're at nearly a million and a half. The Christmas Pass family is growing. And as you've been hearing all throughout the season, I'm writing a book, which will be available next year in print and audio. Now next year, I will likely put out episodes sporadically between January and September. It'll be much less frequent than in previous years, because I'll be busy with book stuff. But then in September, I'll be back with the usual pre-season episodes, followed by another season of backstories and Christmas memories. They'll be the same kinds of episodes you're used to hearing, but I am planning a little creative twist to the season, too. You'll have to see what I mean. And now, I'd like to recap Christmas of 2021 in a more personal way, by telling you all about our second Christmas with Baby Dashiell. This is my way of not only sharing some of my own Christmas memories, but also documenting them, so that season after season, we'll write the story of Dash experiencing the magic of Christmas. I guess the story of Christmas 2021 begins back in the late summer. Here in Willow Glen, there are several of those take-a-book-leave-a-book boxes all around town, Little free libraries, they call them. We pass a bunch of them on our routine walks with Dash. Well, one day, again sometime in the late summer, we stopped to check one out and found inside a book called Have Yourself a Hairy Little Christmas. It's one of those touch-and-feel books for babies, in which Santa tries out several styles of beard. We took it home with us and it quickly became one of Dash's favorite books. We've had to tape it back together a few times from Wear and Tear. Now Dash is at an age where he babbles a lot, and sometimes he makes out combinations of syllables where it's debatable whether he's trying to say mama or daddy. He can make a few animal sounds on cue, but there's only one word that we can get him to say reliably, and it has to do with the book. Take a listen. Dash, what does Santa Claus say? (gasps) Yes, Dash's official first words were ho ho ho. That's my boy. The next thing came at the beginning of November, near Dash's first birthday. We had friends and family fly in to celebrate. And we're not traveling this season, so that was the only family gathering he was going to have for a while. So we got an early start on the season, putting up the tree and making some handmade decorations to put on it, and had a sort of mock Christmas celebration the day after his birthday. On his birthday, we had some panettone because my wife and I ate panettone at the hospital a couple days after Dash was born, and we decided then that that would be Dash's official birthday cake. To kick off the season for real, though, we put up the rest of the decorations a few weeks later and set up a small decorated tree in Dash's room along with what is probably the silliest Christmas decoration we have. Many years ago, I attended a silent auction for charity in Massachusetts. It must have been around the holiday season because most of the items were holiday themed, things like gift baskets. But there was one funny-looking item that was getting no bids. A crocheted snowman figure about 10 to 12 inches tall. Each crocheted snowball that made up its figure was a different color. It had a button nose and glued-on googly eyes, and I honestly can't tell whether it was made by a child or an adult. But it was clearly made with a lot of love, and someone had offered it up to help a good cause, and I did kind of like it in a silly way, so I placed a bid. And because there was no competition, I won it, and I've had it ever since. Some years it would stay packed away, others I'd put it on my desk or somewhere discreet. But this year we put it in with Dash's little Christmas display, and Dash loves him. He cracks up whenever he sees him, and wants to hold him and hug him. We won't leave him alone with him for fear that he'll chew off the googly eyes, but it feels like a triumphant story of a little Christmas oddball who finally found someone to love him. A few days after Thanksgiving, Willow Glen had its town Christmas tree lighting, only it's officially called the Winter Holiday Community Tree because that's just how it goes. But it all started with an event behind the elementary school where a DJ was playing Christmas songs not winter holiday community songs, and we had candy canes and hot chocolate, and it all culminated in a loud group countdown from ten before the tree lit up and everyone cheered. Dash sat on my shoulders to get a good view. Speaking of tree lightings, we started a little thing at home. I'm not sure what to call this, not a tradition, just a thing. We'd do our own tree lighting every day around 5.30 when Dash woke up from his nap. We'd do a little countdown and then light up the tree and the large blow-mold snowman that stands next to it. Then we'd applaud, and for some silly reason I'd also shake Dash's hand and congratulate him. And then we'd pull down one of the Christmas crackers I'd stuffed into the tree branches and open it together. Dash would put on the little paper crown that came inside, and we'd read the included joke and then play with the little prize. Sometime in early December, we took Dash to meet Santa Claus for the very first time. It was a very COVID experience with a masked Santa sitting outdoors at a local historical house slash museum. We wore our matching Christmas pajamas and Dash cried for a bit and that made for a couple of very memorable and funny pictures, but we also got some great ones too which became our Christmas card for the season. As the season continued, every morning when Dash woke up, we'd play Christmas music and dance around the kitchen and living room together. And whenever the Ronettes version of Sleigh Ride came on, and that's like every 20 minutes on our local station, I'd sit Dash on my lap and bounce him on my knees as though he were on a very bouncy sleigh ride. Soon enough, whenever he heard the opening bars of the song, he'd start dancing and then toddle over to me for another go. Speaking of sleigh rides, sorta, we get to experience a magical Christmassy pedicab ride around Willow Glen. Many of the neighborhoods in our town really go all out for the season. People come from all over to walk around those neighborhoods. We had a great time snuggling up, again in our matching Christmas pajamas, and seeing all the dazzling neighborhood displays. I was also excited to see Dash experience the Great Dickens Christmas Fair for the first time. It's one of my favorite Christmas things here in the Bay Area, and they had to cancel it last year. And this year it was a streamlined drive through version, but it was the best experience it could be under the circumstances, and we got to see some great performances like the one you're hearing now. Says two is and in nearby Los Gatos, Fasona Park transforms itself into a massive, immersive Fantasy of Lights drive through event, with all kinds of animated light displays showing familiar Christmas characters, and even some Christmas dinosaurs. You drive through at about five miles an hour, so I carried on that very dad tradition of sitting Dash in my lap behind the steering wheel and letting him drive, quote-unquote. All in all, a great season. Today, we celebrated together by opening the many, many packages that have been arriving for Dash over the last month. They'd been overflowing from under the tree. It's a relatively quiet Christmas day, and our celebrating and activities are happening in between nap schedules and feeding times and all of that. But that's two very Dashy Christmases in the books, and many more to come. Well, I'd like to thank you all for another magical Christmas season. I'm grateful to everyone who shared a Christmas memory, and that was a lot of you this year. Everyone who left a review or told a friend about the show. Everyone who just wrote to say hi and Merry Christmas. I was actually having trouble keeping up with all of your messages this year. Everyone who listened. Everyone who participated in the Facebook group. And so, to each and to all, to the entire Christmas Past family, I thank you and I wish you all the warmth and magic of the season. A very Merry Christmas to you. This is Brian Earle signing off for Christmas of 2021 and promising to see you again very soon. And until we meet again, may your days be merry and bright.